Hello and welcome to Let the Record Show, a Civia Law podcast. I'm Callie Mize, attorney at Civia Law, where we help you through life's transitions. Today, I'm going to be talking about the importance of knowing about your parents' estate plan and their associated documents. But first, just a reminder, if you have any questions about this topic or anything regarding estate planning, probate, and more, you can visit our website at www.civialaw.com for our blog and more resources to help you. So first off, it's really, really important to have this conversation with your parents to know what their estate plan is. And it's really important to know what kind of documents that you are looking for. So say if your parents have been in a bad accident and you need to get those documents to the hospital, to the doctors, etc. cetera, um, you know, what are you looking for? So a couple things that you wanna be on the lookout for and names can vary from state to state, but I'm licensed in Illinois, so I'm gonna go off of Illinois You want to look for things like a will, a last will and testament, a trust, uh, powers of attorney, both medical and financial, and we'll get into those in another episode. And you also want to be looking for deeds, so either a transfer on death deed or a warranty deed in trust. Another question that people always ask is like, where are these documents usually located? You know, if you're in a crisis, like where do you need to be looking? Um, A lot of people have originals and copies. So when someone dies or when someone has a crisis, it's really important to have the originals because most places require that, but sometimes you can get by with copies in the meantime. Uh, Make sure that you are talking to your parents about where these documents are located. Most of the time they're going to be in a safe or a safe deposit box and make sure that you as the child know how to get into the safe or safe deposit box. You know, my great grandma, I always tell this story, she died in 2004 and we have still yet to find the safe deposit key. So we had to go through a whole rigmarole with the bank to get the safe deposit box opened and it was a huge hassle. So to save everybody from that, uh, (laughs) it's really, really important just to know where everything is located. A lot of people ask, can I make copies? Yes, you can make copies. You can make copies of those documents. Obviously, I would say have the permission of your parents before you go and do it, but having copies is really helpful. Like I said, if you're in a crisis or in a pinch, copies will most oftentimes do the job for you until you can get a hold of the originals. Another kind of key thing that I have seen a lot of lately is that the younger generation, and when I say younger generation, I mean like the under 50s, is that they'll have copies of their estate plans or their parents' estate plans on their phone, so they're not carrying around a lot of paper. That's kind of the one thing that we as a younger generation have tried to get away from is all of the paper. So if you're on vacation or you have an emergency, you have that right there on your phone and you can pull it up until you can get the original. Another key thing to be aware of and to have that conversation with your parents is who's going to be the executor um, and are they aware? So it's really important for the person who's making the estate plan to tell the future executor, future trustee that they've been chosen for that position. So someone needs to know (laughs) if you are listening to this and you've made an estate plan and you have an executor, but you haven't told them, please tell them, tell them that they are going to have this responsibility so that they're not broadsided by this information. 
oftentimes when someone passes away, the executor is going to need to spring into action fairly quickly. Uh, some examples is securing the real estate. So, you know, you have a contentious family situation and there's going to be a lot of arguments about the house or you're worried about them removing property without your knowledge. You are well within your rights to change the locks, to contact the police and tell them, you know, hey, this is the situation that's going on. Please keep an eye on the property and make sure that there's no strange cars going in and out at different times just to make sure that everything is on the up and up. And they're also going to need to start getting your documents together, like your not only your estate planning documents, but life insurance documents. Um, Social security is a big one. They're going to start needing to make phone calls. So it's really, really important for the executor to know that they're going to have this duty before they actually have to have to put it into action. And then finally, we're talking about common things left out or forgotten in an estate plan. So I would say the biggest mistake is not having an estate plan at all. Everyone needs an estate plan. But other than that, I'll say just having a will is insufficient if you're trying to avoid probate. A will is a piece of paper. To truly avoid probate, you need to make sure that you have beneficiaries on all of your accounts from investments banking, life insurance, etc. If you need help with this, you have vast assets, you might consider a trust that'll help streamline everything. Uh, things like not having a transfer on death deed or a toady can make your estate susceptible to the probate process. But probably one of the bigger and more overlooked things that I see people do is not appreciating their family dynamic. So if you have kids or brothers and sisters that don't really get along right now, that's not going to change when you add grief to the mix. So if you have three kids that all hate each other and then you're making them all co-executors and expecting them all to work together, they're not. So you really want to make sure that the person or persons who are managing your estate after you pass are people who are responsible and for lack of a better term, uncontroversial, you know, and you can have a corporate trustee or a corporate executor like a bank um, or something like that to manage your estate if there is if there's no one or if you don't trust that everybody is going to get along. You know, I had a client that also that had a dad who named his stepmother um, that no one liked as the executor. And that went over about as well as you would expect it to. I think we're still in litigation on that one. So you want to you want to save your family members that that hassle. And also, like if you have blended families, you really want to make sure that everything is spelled out as to how your estate is to be divided once you pass. So no one can really take any liberties with the estate or feel slighted. And we also have an offer for some awesome listeners of this episode. So if you mention the Let the Record Show podcast, you will receive 10% uh, off your estate plan. So I think that's it. So remember, if you have any questions about this topic or anything regarding estate planning, probate, or more, you can visit our website, www.civialaw.com, for our blog and more resources. I'm Callie Mize, attorney at Civia Law, where we help you through life's transitions. Take care, everybody. The 
The information you obtain in this podcast or on our site is not, nor is it intended to be, legal advice. You should consult an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established.